You're listening to Building the Game with Rob and Jason. It's Building the Game with Jason and Rob. For tabletop game design, you really can't go wrong. Building the Game, yeah, Building the Game. Hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today is Monday, December 11th. It's 2017 listening to episode 289 rob and jason are both here you're looking at that beer that you're holding like it uh just like insulted you it did uh insulted my taste buds so bell's brewery i love you yeah but cherry stout uh should just be called cherry juice cherry juice it says it's brewed with cherry juice but i feel like it's just cherry juice yeah that's turned huh <laughs> like i've taken two sips out of it and it's yeah. so strong the cherry flavor that it, like, I actually feel repulsed when I drink oh, wow. it. Yeah. I'm a little bummed about that. I'm not big on sweet beers and sweet alcohols in general. I am if it's the right kind of sweet beer, but this this is not the right kind of sweet beer. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm confident good. of that. Well, we, we can pause here if you want to ditch it and get something oh, no. else. That's how I'll suffer through it for the first episode, and then I'll, I'll ditch it and get a you better one for the second okay. episode. <laughs> I've got this delicious Red Bull here. Honestly, I don't like Red Bull, but I've had Red Bull, and it tastes better than this does. Yeah. Funny story about buying this Red Bull. Jason, I um, on my way here, I stopped at a gas station to buy this Red Bull. Which which one? Uh, it was the one right off the freeway on Sprinkle. Um, I think it's a BP. It's not. It's there's a BP and a Speedway right next to each other. Oh yeah. So yeah. we was, I, don't, I don't go to those gas stations. Yeah, over there. it was. It, yeah. So, <laughs> well, so I go in there and there's a guy in line in front of me and he's buying. It, it's not a big gulp, right? But it's a, it's a styrofoam. Yeah. A cup of, of... A BP gulp? BP, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> it's a big soda in a styrofoam uh, right. cup, right? And uh, and he checks out, and that's fine. Then I go up there, and I check out, and I uh, walk out, and he's he uh, is getting... He's walking over to his minivan, which is parked next to my car. And he walks up to the driver's side uh, of his minivan, and he stops, and I'm kind of... Like he's now he's acting weird. I'm like, this is I'm gonna slow down a little bit and stay in the light. Uh-huh. Um, and then he takes another two steps forward, uh, and then throws that full cup, styrofoam cup of soda, as hard as he can at the curb. Just full on, you know, like like overhand baseball. <laughs> throws that thing as hard as he can to the curb and hits the curb and it pops open, right? And it splits right. open. Yeah. And there's a big splash of soda. And then he just kind of stands there and looks at it for a minute. And then he gets in his mini- minivan. And I'm kind of freaking out because my car is right there. And you're like, I don't want to have to go. I'm not sure what to do here. So uh, um, I, I, I keep walking and I get in my car and I start the engine and I'm waiting for him to drive away first. Right. <laughs> you know, but he's not driving away. So I start the car and I turn on the headlights and he's still not going away. And then I start to pull out and I get about halfway out of the parking space. And then he suddenly pulls forward up to about even with me and then makes eye contact with me and, and looks at me like completely emotionless. <laughs> and, and I, and I make, so make eye contact and I'm like, I kind of do that shrug like, Oh, oh sorry. I didn't see you. And I wave kind of thing. Right. You can go ahead right. And then he just turns back forward and drives away. It was super weird. That sounds super weird. It was super weird. Yeah. So no idea why he threw the big gulp? No idea. 
Like maybe it maybe it just didn't taste the way he'd expected it to or something. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention in the store, so I don't know if he like took a test sip while he was in there or something. But still, it was probably soda, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's weird. And then like, uh, it was weird, man. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, you think if he was that upset, he would have went back inside and be like, "This doesn't taste good." Yeah, but he also—it's not like he like started started shouting bad words and stuff, right? Right. He just he just walks up to his to his minivan, takes two more steps forward, and throws it as hard as he can at the curb. I thought you were going to say when you said throw, I thought you were going to say he like threw up all over your car or something. No, 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 no. That'd have been a better story because you know. That would have been that would have had a bigger effect on me. The the um the viewers would have thought that was hilarious. Yeah, viewers, no. Pot this is just one of those weird little human yeah, moments that like, sometimes we experience and we don't know how to like what's happening. Understand them. like in a dark comedy that happened right where the yeah. guy throws it and the audience laughs uncomfortably and then like he gets in the car and drives away. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so very strange. That's weird. Very very strange. Um, that's how so, my yeah how my evening has gone so far. Um. That's weird. So we've got something important to talk about. Oh, yeah? What? Really important to talk about. The Infinity uh-huh. War trailer is out. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. It looked pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. People are freaking out because Thanos isn't wearing a hat. Yeah, right. He's just like wearing an armored tank top. Yeah, and I don't understand that. Right. Like this... Yeah. I, I, I don't care, man. I right. don't care. It yeah. does... These sorts of it's, things... I mean, it doesn't matter to me. No, me neither. My I, guess is... That when business gets serious later, he's mm-hmm. gonna put the helmet on and probably some, you know, uh, sleeves. But it, yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, theoretically, it reminds me of back when the first Spider-Man Homecoming trailer came out, and there were there were moments in that where he was wearing the new Spidey suit and when he was wearing his old original homemade Spidey suit. Right, right. right. And people were freaking out about it. People were freaking out. Why is, is it a big flashback? Does it take place before? What's going on? What's going on? Right. And it's just like, don't worry about it. Just right. watch the movie yeah. And, yeah. and it'll be fine. I um, I thought it was cool. It was it was cool to see all the people within there. Mm-hmm. Um, there, uh, I believe, is a couple slight spoilers in there if you're not caught up on movies. Yeah. Uh, but that I don't really care about. Nah, I mean, they were not big spoilers. Yeah. Um, the last moment of the trailer was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of wanted somebody to say something snarky at the end, though, right? Like, like I mean, it's the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? One of them needs to say something snarky, right? Well, you know, it's so I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be. Um I, I think so this I know I haven't heard anybody talk about this, but um at no point in the trailer do we see Tony Stark in the Iron Man armor. We see some Iron Man armor in one I'm moment. confident that Banner's wearing that. Well, we see we see the the Hulkbuster armor, but, but I think Banner's wearing But there it. is one other scene where there is Iron Man there's there's an Iron Man armor flying, but there's no guarantee that Tony's inside that. It's not the 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 hero shot where they're all flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, they freeze framed it on Io Nine because that's what they do. Mm. It's uh no, it's um, what's his name? Stan Sheetal. Um, oh, um, um, War Machine. War Machine. Yeah, it's War Machine. Okay. They they people thought. Okay. But he doesn't have the shoulder thing, so I, I don't know, maybe okay. people are just confused. Well, it's just it's it's I thought I was conspicuous because I feel like every time that they show. Iron Man and something, you see Tony's face, Robert Downey Jr.'s face wearing the suit. Wearing the suit, yeah. right? And that is not in the trailer at all. But what so. they do show is him with a shirt on. And he's still got the arc, arc reactor. Again. Yeah. Yes, right. Which or he hasn't had. Right. Yeah. Since so Right. So what's that um, all about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh they have the Iron Spider suit. 
you just, did you catch that? I did. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. pretty cool. Looking. Which I kind of don't. Eh, whatever. Well, I mean, that's mm. they. Yeah, we've seen that before. But um, yeah. anyways, uh, no, I'm excited. You, the other noticeable absence was Ant Man. Yeah, who's in the movie? Yeah, but we didn't see him. Right. Uh, and I believe the Wasp. They said she wasn't in the movie. Oh, but I don't know. I think she was in the trailer. Oh, or I, she was I, at I least in the photo. St- I don't know. But anyways, uh, I'm geeked. I think it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, uh, if nothing else, most of the Marvel movies have been fun. Sure. So right. Um, yeah. You know, they're not all like amazing cinema, but they've all been pretty fun. As long as it's better than Age of Ultron, I'll be right. I'll be fine with it. It it'll be better than Age of Ultron Probably. just because of the people that are in it. Yeah. There's bound to be enough. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm wondering if Vision getting wrecked is a is a trick. Like if we're acting, you know what I mean? Because you saw that, right? Well, he has I mean, to get the right, stone out of his forehead. But does that end him? Does that like what does that do to him? I don't see. That's another thing I kind of don't care about because I right. think the Vision's really dumb. Oh, I like the Vision. I think he's. I think he's. He's. He's got the Superman problem, right? He's. He's overpowered. He is. And the well, old, this only is the way, way they fix that, right? Well, right. Yeah. And so the only way you can you can deal with him not just winning everything all the time is to to inca- incapacitate him as early right. on in the story as possible. Right. Right? And then they're going to have to keep on doing that. Cause, because in Age of Ultron, he saves the day, right? And right. in Civil War, uh, they have to have one character focus entirely on incapacitating, incapacitating him for the entire story, right? Right. And, and eventually that fails. Right. And then they have to focus on distracting him for the rest of the story right. until that... Right. So... You do see a shot of Iron Man in the Iron Man armor. You don't see that it's Tony Stark, but it is the Iron Man armor. Because okay. Thanos punches him in the face. Okay. That's the only shot I remember. Okay. Well, but it might not, it might not right. be Tony, But right? the reason I think that it's Banner in the Hulkbuster armor, two reasons. One, there's a shot where he's talking to Black Widow and the arm the is behind there, him. Yeah. Right. But the, when he flies in, that does not look like Tony Stark flying an Iron Man suit. Looks like, like a Hulk jump. It, yeah. Well, it kind of looks like... So I'm wondering if they're putting... If they're putting him in that armor, mm-hmm. like, to, as a trick, right? Because my first thought was, well, maybe they're putting him in the armor because, you know, they don't want him to hulk out because it's dangerous. But just from seeing the trailers from Thor Ragnarok, he seems to have a good, like, by the end of that, he feel, it seems like he has a good handle on the Hulk sure. not being a problem. Because there are scenes where he's sitting and talking to Thor. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, neither one, is, one of us has seen... Um, right. the new Thor Just, yet. It's so. killing me. So. Me too, yeah. I really want to see it. I think I've missed it in theaters by now. I don't know. Yeah. It's probably still there. I mean, it was like, it made more money than Justice League, which cracked me up. Well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it Maybe, should have. You know what? I'm on vacation this week. Maybe I should just go see Thor tomorrow. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. And let me know how good it is. And then if it, it's really good, then I'll find a way to go see Thor. Yeah, right. Even if it's like late at night when everyone's in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Christine would be pissed at me if I, she probably would be pissed if I went without her. Yeah, I'm a, so I'm on vacation this week, uh, and I have nothing to do. I, I my plans were, um, well, not nothing to do, but my plans were number one to finish cleaning up the yard, which I finished yesterday morning, and plan number two to work on your your DVD and Blu-ray covers. Which, uh, by the way, I suddenly remember today as I was getting into that that <sighs> DVD and Blu-ray covers are different sizes and different dimensions. Yeah, and slightly just to make it suck, just enough to make yeah. it a pain. In the- the good news is the DVD and the Blu-ray are the same. Yeah, so right. that's the, cool. The disc, sh- yeah. right? The easiest part. Uh, you need to let me know, by the way, what pictures you want because I can give you pictures for. Oh, that. I've got and all the. Um, I've got access to all the stuff that, that oh, Troy put on okay. his Dropbox or maybe yeah. it was on Google Drive. Well, you or can just use for the text. Just use the standard text we've been using for everything. Okay. I don't care. Yeah. So all right, I'm just kind of starting with like background layouts and cool. Yeah, cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. But I'll, I'll probably send you some requests tomorrow for some awesome. text. Awesome. Uh, we should probably talk about games here. Oh, okay. It's, I guess. It's been a while in the episode here. want to. All right. So talking about games, let's talk mm-hmm. about this. Uh, so we asked for some topics tonight, and we yeah. got some suggestions. And there was a really good suggestion that we got from our discourse thing. Discord. Discord thing. Uh, but I am not going to read it because it is like 27 pages long, it's and not, it's the it's, greatest thing. It's not that so long. So I'm just going to pass this along to you guys. You should talk about this amongst yourselves because I don't think Rob and I can do this justice. Do you want me to read it? Because you said you don't want to read it. Well, it's really long. I'm just going to describe it. You know what? We'll talk about that in the next episode. You okay. can read it in the next episode. All right. Um, or do you want to read? Do you want to do it this episode and no, save the other do thing that for next, next episode? episode? That's fine. I don't care. Okay. You know, next episode. Miss, All right. Jason. So we got a thing uh, from Dusty. And he said, I really want you guys to talk about drafting part two. Dusty, we're not going to do that, but we're going to help you out. It's okay. Um, he said, TCG slash Susie Go. I don't know TCG. What game is that? Because when I see TCG, I think, no, that's TGC. GC. TCG. The, I don't know, slash Sushi Go, which the kind of drafting that is everyone gets X cards, takes one, pass to the left, and you continue doing that until uh, you're out of cards. Um and then Snake Draft, which I just played a game recently with Snake Draft, but I don't remember what it was. It was Gray's game. Gray's Red oh, Square. Oh, it was Gray's Red Square game. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I remember the, um, for that game, I actually remember the, uh, um, the, the, oh my gosh, the set collection aspect where you're yeah. building out the, like the statues and stuff like that. Yep. That was really slick. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so he used a Snake Draft and I thought the Snake Draft was cool. Like, it, yeah, I it's a it. great way to balance, um, Settlers of Catan actually uses um, a placement draft, kind of, right? Or a positioning draft mm-hmm. where you're placing your guys that works that way. It goes one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one uh, in a four player game. Um, at least I think that's how it does. And I, that, or that's a house rule, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I don't know. Um, I know you don't know. Um, but then he said, uh, also, I split, you choose. Um, I've heard of I Split You Choose before, but I've never actually played a game with it. So I looked up some games that had it. What? Jason did research? He did. He <laughs> did. Um, mm, so the choice, I'm sure it was the bare minimum. It was. So the games that popped up here uh, were Piece of Cake, Animals on Board, which I've actually heard of. That's like filling the arc up. Mad Science Foundation, Halloween Candy, New York Slice. Oh, New York Slice. Mm-hmm. That is that pizza game that people have been really excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Marco, which actually Mark Spector just told me I should play that. Um, and this says this is the classic game with the I split you choose mechanic. So that's cool to know. Hmm. Um, yeah. Also, hey, Bilbo's Dice. Literally, the game is called Bilbo's Dice. Has that. So so that hmm. I, I love the idea of that mechanic, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea of you've got a group of cards. I look at the group of cards and then I split them into even amounts and then you look at both and you pick which one you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get the other one. That is really clever. Like, that's super oh, sure, clever, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I, now I really want to design something that has that. Okay. Um, like, not even just for what we're about to do, but like in general. Like, I mm-hmm. really want to use that mechanic because it's cool. But, sure. um, but that's what we're going to do uh, mm-hmm. for this. I wasn't sure we could have a real in-depth discussion about it other than, wow, that's really cool. Uh, so I thought, well, let's... We haven't done this in a long time. Let's off the top of our heads uh, come up with an idea okay uh using i split you choose um yeah that's theoretically probably not about cake or pizza yeah because you know cake and pizza both a thing both a thing okay that's already been done do you want to do this with dice or do you want to do it with cards or what do you where's your head oh, at on that let's do it with 
dice. Yeah, where you're rolling the dice, and you, so somebody rolls a dice, and then you get the values, and then they organize the dice into groups, and then the other person picks which which group they're going to get. Right. Um. Yeah, I like that. So in that actually seems like a nice mechanic of there's no passing cards back and forth. It's just I roll the dice. I split them into even groups uh, yeah. for the number of players, mm-hmm. and then in reverse order from me, right, everyone picks, sure. and I get the last one. Sure. Okay. okay. Cool, cool. All right. I like that. So let's think of a dicey theme here. Um, what if it was a cooking show? Mm. You just said no cake and no pizza. So I was thinking like, uh, yeah. Maybe stay away from food, huh? Okay. I was just thinking it'd be really cool for ingredients for a cooking challenge show. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever it is, I like the idea of us having secret goals. Yeah. Um, like I think of like wasabi, a game where you're trying to, you've got a secret menu you're trying to fill. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's, okay, so let's make it not about food. What do we got? Not about food. Um, not about food. Hmm. This is the part where the builders are screaming things at their uh, at their radio. Right. Um, at their at their iPod or their their phone. It could be their, their stereo their, speakers. Could you be their don't stereo know. speakers. If, it if is, it's Len, he's yeah. listening to it through the stereo speakers, likely in his car, driving around, like yeah. he always is doing. Sure, just driving um, around. I split. You choose. So um, theme, theme, theme. So theme, another theme. theme. Let's say it is. What is it? What is it? What is it? It is. Oh, ooh. So for a long time, I wanted to design a game. Where uh, you were, um, where you were working together uh, to uh, build a community, right? Okay. And so you had shared resources. This seems like an easy way to do that, right? So, like, let's say that people are building like a little. Um, let's say you're building tiny houses. That's that's trendy. Let's do that. Okay. You're building these little cabins. They don't tiny have to be houses. kind of tiny houses, cabins, whatever. Sure. So everybody, you've got this plot of land, you and the players, but you want to get the best cabin, right? Mm. So. Um, but you guys have pooled all your resources, uh, and you've just ordered a ton of supplies, very unreliable supplier, right? Mm-hmm. So every, uh, every week or every day, they're going to uh-huh. bring you some more supplies. Yeah. Right. So, so this is like a trailer park kind of a thing. No, no, not a trailer park. Well, I'm just thinking it's not a trailer park, but it's a thing where it's a community and you're all going to build your own little, little house in this community, but there are shared areas like, like the, the, the laundry area and the um well i was thinking more of like a woodsy setting okay. so maybe like there's a park or there's a campfire area or there's a lodge mm-hmm. maybe those type of things okay yeah what picnic area the event space okay that's exactly fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you might still need a laundry area okay fine. Just there's a laundry just area. saying oh people gotta gosh. wash their clothes jason it's true there's i hope you wash your clothes jason no no never well you just buy new clothes every day oh no i just wear the stinky clothes that's what I do. There's explains it's so much. It does. It does. Go on. So, anyways, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, so every day you get a shipment of, of parts in of uh, wood, different stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And th- that is represented. The randomness you get is represented mm-hmm. by the dice you roll. And now the reason that it's randomized is because you're trying to do this sustainably and on the cheap, right? And so you're get just basically getting these are donations that you're getting. From from various places around, sure, know. yeah, local source, because right? yeah. So that then what that does though is that also gives the ability to to go out if you want to and separately buy specific things if you need to, right? Right, right. Yeah. So maybe the so we've got to have what six resources because yep. you don't want to have more than well, I mean you could have different dice actually. 
Well, so I was thinking five, and then maybe there's a wild on each die. How about five, and then there's a money? Oh yeah, that's good. So okay, yeah. Um, so this could be like a roll and write game. That might be a simple way to handle this without having to have a ton of. Yeah, actually, that could work. Uh, having to have a ton of extra components. You've got the dice. You've got the pads, right? And you're yeah. just drawing on it, mm-hmm. and you're drawing your house as you build it. Maybe mm-hmm. like um, that could be fun, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got like the house mapped mm-hmm. out and then you're just coloring in the stuff as you build it. Right. Um, and then you've got extras that you can you can check off if you can get those. Mm-hmm. So maybe a bigger size pad in front of you, right? It's not just a little tiny one. I think you've you got, need a full sheet of paper here yeah, for this Full layout. sheet of paper, yeah, yeah. Um, um, hmm. This is interesting. So would you want to have... So this is an idea that I worked with at one point uh, when I was trying to make an Unreal Estate rule and write game. Um, I liked the idea of roll and write game where everybody had a sheet of paper in front of them, but then on the in the left corner of everyone's paper, it's a mirror image of like an open area, uh, and then you join them together mm. to make a big board, right? So your shared space is what is in the circle in the middle. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, how do you feel about that? I'm okay with that. Yeah. So, um, and so things in the shared space can be used by anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe those are, uh, maybe those are, are just blank slates. And when you say, I'm going to build laundry in mine, you write laundry on it. And maybe having the laundry in yours gives you an advantage of being able to use the laundry for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once you've built that laundry, no one else can build the laundry, right? Yeah. Um, they can use your laundry, but I don't know. There's got to be some sort of deal with that. So for resources, would you just? What do you think? Like, um, well, there's so there's got to be wood. There's got to be. Uh, oh, sorry, I meant for resource tracking. Actually, I don't oh, think we sorry. have to figure out like specifically yeah, like, okay. the resources, fine, yeah. but um, uh, for resource tracking. So yeah, the the with the roll and write, I'm not sure what the best way to indicate. I mean, I have this thing, and now I've spent this thing. Right. Um, um, that's a nice thing about a token or a cube or something. I have collected this, and now I've spent it. Um, so the, the kind of the choice, so, uh, well, let's talk about how many dice would you want to have? I mean, minimum eight dice, but I feel like you'd want more than that. I, I feel like you'd want 12. I, I was going to say like four per player. So, tw- yeah. so, oh, so 16 dice. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're not actually designing this game. So cool. So 16 dice. So every player is going to get four. So yeah. what you could say is you have tokens for money, but that's it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, and so it really, it's everyone goes at the same time, right? Um, which is kind of cool. Simultaneous play of like, yeah. I roll the dice on my turn. I split it up. Everybody else chooses. I then I get what's left, mm-hmm. and then everyone spends their resources, um, and they can uh, take money tokens for any money they get. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other resources, it's spend it or lose it. Does that seem fair, or is that? So you spend it on that turn. Yeah, I guess it's going to have to be that, isn't it? Because you can't... Because you can't keep a die. Because right. that would be... That would screw up the thing. Unless... Mm. Unless you can keep a die. Um, mm. Hmm. I think you can keep a die if you're the person who's splitting the next turn. That makes sense because then then you can create a set a set that only that is missing one die, and right? then 
Oh, oh. And then the other person can choose to take it if they want. But they're sure to die. Oh, I right. like that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So basically you have a holding spot where you could keep just one die if you wanted right. to. Right. Um, I mean, heck, maybe you could even keep two if that's the case. Because I mean, all you're doing is daring the people, right? You're like, everybody wants wood. All right. Well, I'm keeping this and boom, I'm putting the two wood together. You want the two wood, you could take it. But that means you're giving me six resources. I actually really, I think that's not, that does not yeah. feel overpowered to me because yeah. there's three people that are going to get in a four player game that are going right. to get to make that choice. Right. Now, uh, how about in a three or less player game? Uh, would you just split up for four players? Basically, split four by fours, and mm-hmm. then um, yeah. Uh, you meaning um, if you only have three players, you'd be four dice per player. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, right. And then the last there'd be a f- extra pair. So then, the, in that case, the third player is getting the fourth player is getting a choice. No, I think you just take those four dice out. You just don't play. I think oh, you just play the dice with are four, all the same, right? Yeah, right. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, play with four dice per player. Okay. Yeah. 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 That makes total sense. Yep. Yeah. I love that. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then so scoring would be points for completing your house, right? Yeah. Like, um, and maybe after the house is completed, like maybe the end game is once a house is completed, then mm-hmm. uh, is it gotta is it gonna it has to be different ways to build your house different like different paths or different branching paths you can take uh which way you want to build your house like do you want right. it to build build it eco-friendly or do you want it to build build it um well so um, here's here, here's a thought right okay. like if i roll the dice i've got stone let's say stone and wood or two because they probably okay. are right sure um i could i have a wall that could be stone or wood mm-hmm. it's going to take two right so on my turn I can use those two resources to make a stone wall or two wood resources to make a wood wall, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe matching actually matters, right? So if it's a stone wall, I write stone. If it's a wood wall, I write wood, right? And then does the one on the opposite side of the house match that? Because if it doesn't, that's going to be negative point. That's going to be, I'm going to get less points at the end for that, right? Okay. But I can't build something as I you have to build from the ground up cuz that's, you know. Yeah. Basically, you can only build something if it's adjacent to something else. So, mm-hmm. I guess it could allow you to build kind of wonky if you wanted. Um but, hmm. you know, so just there's just a thought, right? Yeah. You get different materials. How how does the scoring work then? How well, do I how do we have a situation where I've built uh, four walls in a house and you've built four or four walls on a roof and you've also built four walls on a roof and you get a different score from me. Well, so one I would think would say would be matching, right? Like if my bottom left wall and my bottom right wall are both stone, that's bonus points. Okay. Uh, if one's wood and one stone, I score face value of I completed that part of the house, right? Um, and I think at the end of the game, you're going to get points for whatever you have. Maybe there's a bonus for completing your house. Um the uh, uh, the other thing is you could have, since you've got this big piece of paper, right? You could have outside of your house well, a lean-to, right? Uh, you could put in a well. You could have uh, uh, your own fire pit, right? Those type of things, you could be using those okay. extra resources to buy. And maybe some of those are just money, right? Like some of it's like a mm-hmm. grill. Like I'm just going to have a grill. Mm-hmm. So that's going to require me to pay money to, to put the grill in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. So... So what I'm thinking is that you, there is a picture of a house already on the piece of paper. 
and and it, it kind of a diagram and yeah. and there's you know you'd say think of it as a, a you know a two thirds perspective view of a cube or something uh-huh. you know and so and, and each each wall of that cube has like a, a line going to a, a grid with three boxes okay and and you've, you in order to finish building that wall you need to put three three resources into that spot so um, if you're going to build it with stone you put a circle in that box and that circle indicates stone and if it's uh, if you're going to build it with wood you're going to build it with a with a square let's say okay in, yeah, in, in yeah. that box right and so um, you get X points for having all, all your components completed but then you get multipliers if you have everything built out of stone or you have everything built out of wood right you can also then create combos of wood stone wood or right. stone wood like the things you would see in a house right where like yeah. the bottom is stone and the middle is wood right yeah okay um Right, and then having like materials next to each other builds a more solid structure. And then there are there are additional diagrams elsewhere uh, where you can build doors and windows and and you know a sink and a bed and or and then your right. fire pit and yeah. your outhouse and other sorts of things. Okay, yeah. So I'm okay with all, all that. Yeah. yeah. So stone Sounds actually pretty fun. Yeah, stone and wood and glass um, and um, stone wood glass money. You need two more. We could um, even do two sides stone of the dice and two sides wood of the dice, right? Because those are going to be your most commonly used building materials, potentially. The only catch with that is that makes the ice split you choose less important. Well, that's true. So I would say like metal could be one, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, like you use metal for some certain, you know, specific things require metal. Mm-hmm. Heck, the door could be metal, right? So if you had, um, if you had, uh, and I think probably every everything you're going to build has to have at least one of a certain resource in it. Like you can't, you're going to have to have at least one glass resource to make a window. Well, right? yeah, right. yeah, that makes sense. Right. Um, so yeah, whatever the last component is, we've got five now. Um, I'm sure there's something obvious that we're just probably. Forgetting, so yeah, I mean, you could use brick instead of stone, but I like the idea of stone because it feels more woodsy, yeah, or like a cabin, yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, it actually sounds kind of like fun. Yeah. Um. Yep. Hmm. I'm actually I'm watching a a YouTube series right now. Um. Like literally right now, he's he's just watching this. Yeah, world. not paying attention. I I've already zoned out. But uh, th- this guy who's building a, a log cabin in the woods completely by hand, all all hand tools, and it's pretty fascinating. Oh, really? Yeah. Just send me the link to that because I feel like I could watch that too. Yeah, it, the downside is that it, the first half of every video is him building, and the second half of, of every video is him kind of sharing his philosophy on life and the world. And um, you don't care about that part. I don't care about that part at all, so I just turn it off at that point. You know what? What series you might like if you can find it? Uh, it's on the History Channel. You, I think you can download the app and watch it for free. Mm-hmm. Is Alone. That's a. Uh, have I told you about that before? Mm-mm. I think I have. Where no. you, uh, they send people, they send like ten people out into the wilderness, uh, into a certain area, but far enough away that they're not going to get to each other. Uh, with a camera, some resources, a good amount of resources. People get upset about that, but they say they get ten items, but they get a lot of stuff. Plus, they get to pick mm-hmm. ten items. One of um, my items, I would like it to be a pallet of wood. Yeah. <laughs> No, I would like it to be a, right. a, a trailer. <laughs> but they get like a huge tarp, like okay. a 20 by 20 tarp for yeah. free as part of it, right? Um, but anyways, and then it's just, it's a competition for who can stay out there the longest. Mm. Um, and I want to say like 
100 days or something is somewhere around there has been the most anybody's made it because they put them in really crappy places Mm -hmm. where winter shows up in eventually and it's really bad but Mm. um it's a it's a pretty neat show because it's mostly filmed by the people yeah they film it themselves and then they are given like 10 trail cams that they have to set up around their camp uh, which is great because when there's like bears at night and stuff, they're inside their tent. Like, I think there's a bear outside. And then like, boom, there's a trail camp of a bear walking around their camp. So mm, like, okay. it's, it's pretty, it's pretty great. That's yeah. neat. Um, and they literally are alone. They have a button they can push, but I mean, it's, it's at least 30 minutes out for anyone to ever get to yeah, them. Wow. So, I mean, like they get themselves in a bad situation, they're toast, hmm. you know? So cool. Um, yeah. Good times. Anyways, I highly recommend that. Okay. Um, all right, you want to talk about a game. Yeah, so uh, I, I teased this, I think, last week. Um, so I've been talking with uh, a couple of folks from AEG for a while now about Treasure Trouble. And uh, um, I got an email from them a couple of weeks ago that sort of sort of said, it kind of, they basically said, hey, here's where we are with this um, and and what we're looking to do with it or what, what we would like, to, what we need the game to do for us before we would pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought I would just kind of share those comments with ev- with everybody, and then maybe you can kind of help me talk through because it because it's it, it's a it's basically saying we um, we don't want we like the game as it is, but it's not good enough, and so we okay. want to we want to see what else you can do with the the c- concept and expand it a little bit. Uh, and it's it's something, it, it, these ideas here, are they're good ideas and they're good questions to be asking. And it's stuff that I'd never thought about before because I always thought of it as an 18-car game, right? Right. Um, and so what they're saying is, um, we think this could be better it, with, a, with more in it um, if you expand it bigger than that. Um, so I'm going to kind of cruise through the, their email here and, and just read uh, a few of the choice uh details so um uh this gentleman says uh love it in concept but cannot get it to scratch the addictive play mode we need a micro game to have before we say yes to it it it, like he uses love letter as an example i mean love letter you play that game once and you want to immediately play it again right right Right. and and treasure trouble i i i'm uh, the first one to admit that sometimes the games are really exciting and fun and clever and surprising. Sometimes they're just kind of a bummer. Right. And that's a game too, where like if, if you get two of those boring games in a row, you're probably not going to play it a third time. Right. But two clever games in a row and you will, but if you can't predict that, right, that's mm-hmm. wrong. Right. So uh, he says, uh, our suggestion is to not make the game an all or nothing deal. Make the game about splitting up a different treasure pile each round with the ultimate goal being that you have the most treasure after X turns or if you're the person to reach Y gold, the game ends. Characters could then have abilities that allow you to take coins or tokens from the trove when played or discarded as a quick grab, or play the longer game to grab the loot at the end. It would also allow for the addition of magic items with one-time uses for later in the game. Uh, Treasures would be represented by tokens, and each turn you would draw X tokens into the trove for that turn. Um, So that's basically kind of long and short of what he suggests. And I think... I think that's a cool idea. I think that's really cool. Yeah. So, so the the idea being that um, we we've got our, our characters right, uh, and then we've got we've got um, uh, we've got we've got a instead of it just being a card that represents the treasure chest, we might have a pile of tokens, and this is the hoard. Right. A fun way to because he said you draw into it every turn. Yeah. A fun way to do that would be flip over three cards. 
those three cards, whatever is on them, is mm-hmm. what you put into the treasure. How many right? tokens you put in there? Yeah. So, sure. um, so one might be five tokens, right? Mm-hmm. One might be a staff of whatever, and the other might be ten tokens, right? And that's you put that all in, and then yeah, right? yeah, that's a good. So idea. then whoever wins, if if I get the staff, right, right. If I say when I win, I say I'm going to take the staff. I just take the card and I put it in front of me, and that's a single use item that I can use, right? Yeah. So, and I'm you, you might not even need that with the card, right? You, I mean, a token might be fine. Um, the other thing I was thinking is that is that maybe all of the tokens in the pool that you're drawing from are all face down, and some of them have gold on on one side, and some of them just have magic items. Oh. And so when you put things in there, you don't know what you're putting in there at the time. I like that a lot. So you basically just say every round you put ten tokens in. Uh, might not even be that many. But I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like every yeah. round you put X tokens in. Yeah. Right. And then you draw. Right. Yeah. And and um, yeah. So so that that adds in more character powers. Um, so so you could you could on your turn then if you if you happen to have drawn a magic item, um, on your turn you could play a character for the points. You could play a character for the power, or you could spend a magic item that you've used. And magic items could do various things. Right. Um, like maybe add more tokens into the treasure or allow you to take to- two tokens out of the treasure right away and not wait for the end of the game. Right, um, right. And then when those are spent, they're spent for the rest of the game. Right. Um, so you would still have the same characters you've got? Well, some so some of those powers might need to be reworked entirely with this new structure. Right. Um, well, yeah. So basically, you could actually add in several more characters mm-hmm. by keeping some of the same powers... Mm-hmm. But then um, keeping some of the same powers, but in addition to that, adding some with powers like steel X coins, right? Yeah, right. Um, so right now, I've like for example, I've got the um, the thief and the tinker that kind of do the same thing. They both pick the lock on the treasure chest, but the the thief once you use the thief. He's used and he's gone. But with a tinker, if you use him, you can still keep him for half points. Right. Um, but this would allow me to say, well, the tinker can still be the tinker, but the thief, instead of it picking the lock, the thief can actually um, steal some tokens from the treasure. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, you could have, oh gosh, there's so many things you could easily do. With really that. expands it a lot. Yeah. Do you have a troll? I don't have a troll. Because you could add a troll, and if the troll's out at the end of the round, he takes. You know, because he's a troll, right? He takes some of the of the treasure. Sure. Even if you lose, right? Even if you lose, yeah. Like, you know, he takes... Yeah. Could just be X, one. Yeah, right? or or it could be a formula, right, of like, based on what's left, he's going to take X. Sure. Right? 50% yeah. uh, rounded down or something. Right, or for every three tokens, he'll take one, yeah. right? Yeah, that's probably so better. Something yeah. like that. Or every two, I guess, he'll take one because, yeah, if you only have like six tokens in there. And I assume... Because this is the right answer, Rob. <laughs> oh, we know because... So if a, if a treasure ever doesn't get taken at the end of the round, which can happen, right? Yeah, it's And I would say having treasures get pushed to the next round is kind of a cool thing now. Oh, yeah. You're going to play three rounds. It's very important. Uh, or even five rounds because the rounds play so quick, right? But whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that the idea that that pushes. But then in the end, somehow someone will win in that last round. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I, think, I think a magic item is if you spend it you use the power but if you keep it if you don't spend it it's probably worth two instead of the other tokens which are worth one right yeah that makes sense yeah um yeah so magic items magic items could be used so like right now i have the cleric the cleric you can use a cleric to resurrect somebody from the from the discard pile but maybe yeah. i could have a magic item do that instead of the cleric uh, or is there, maybe there's a different way to do that um you could have the cleric just take money out 
Yeah. Um, or, I, you know, in some way affect taking sure. some money out. Yeah. I wonder if I could, I, I could do, I could say like, hey, there's the, uh, there's the, the priest and the priest makes your opponent donate one goal to the pile. Oh, 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 oh. here's you an know. idea. Because you, I, you would have multiple guys, I assume, that um, that can take money out, affect money to be taken out during sure. the thing. You could have that. Well, the priest is out. Uh, the priest doesn't count for any points or very low points at the end. Mm-hmm. But while the priest is out, any time your opponent takes money, you take one. Okay. So boom, he's just yeah. like he's there. Like you could take money, but I'm gonna take some too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that's different than the rogue, where the rogue or the thief, where it's just like mm-hmm. I'm gonna just I'm gonna take two. Yeah. Boom. Right. Instant now. gratification. Right. right. I I don't know. I feel like. You'd want to put in like 10 money tokens. The, re- the reason yeah. I say that is because you want people to be, right? You know, you yeah, want I know. people to be They're, taking a lot. Right. And I'm trying, I'm, I'm bent spencer around in my head too. That like, I want that, like, feeling like, oh, I've got this big pile of stuff is really cool. But then again, it's also just a two player game. Um, and it's, and it's a lot. It's, yeah, but AEG is telling you to make it bigger, right? I know, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> and does it have to be a two player game? <laughs> well, so that's the next thing is that maybe this allows it to expand uh, out to four players, right? Here's another suggestion. A bag. Add a bag. Put the tokens in the bag every round. Draw from the bag. Sure. Yeah. And then at the end of the round, if the if the treasure is claimed, you dump out the bag. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It could be it just means people can't tell what's right. in there. Right. And then so here's something you could do purposely then. Uh-huh. Every like you could uh have magic tokens that are a different color. Mm-hmm. And every round you put in nine money. And one magic token into the bag. Now mm. you you can't see it. You see what I mean? Sure. So yeah, yeah. No, that's better. Then it makes right. it obvious. Yeah. Um, I might like it more like eight and two. Sure, but you yeah. see what I mean? Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it, it means that you don't have to. Then you're guaranteed a certain distribution. Right. You don't right. want to run with five magic items, right? No, that's no, not no. fun. Right. Well, it probably would be insane. It'd be crazy, <laughs> but there wouldn't be like any. There wouldn't be just good money right. in there to right. grab. Right. In the magic items could do. I mean, they can all do all sorts of little things right mm-hmm. um yeah um you need to have a time turner thing like harry potter but not call the time turner so like i've if i've got the time so would you reveal the magic items that you have or do you just know you have a magic item i don't know, I kind of feel like you reveal it right yeah it's I like it's there you're putting everything face up i think yeah so you've right. got a you've got a um uh uh like a thing where i've played a card right mm-hmm uh, I can sacrifice that token after the other player goes to unplay that card and play a different card. Oh, that's kind of fun. Sure. Right? So yeah, I mean, you, you simplify it and say spend spend this magic item. You can remove any one card from your thing and replace it with another one and play a normal card on the turn. Yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. pretty cool. Um, yeah, the the time traveler. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, there's so many fun things you could do. Yeah. Um with that, you could also add in weapons as magic items that damage sure. other damage opponents, just, right? Yeah, right. I mean, that's like, something that the knight can do right now. She can right. she can just straight up murder somebody. Right. Um and that would be that's something else you could do, yeah. Um like like a flaming sword like can augment someone's ability to attack. Mm-hmm. And if that were the case, you could give multiple characters an attack, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe the knight is the only one that can just destroy anyone right but like the um you know what i mean so i could give every character like a, an elemental affinity 
maybe. And the flaming sword can murder anyone who is any water water aligned characters. Right. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Sure. So, I mean, just just for the heck of it, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, it would be a little piece of information to add, but could add a lot of complexity to the game. And and I say there's no reason you can't do four players with this being able to expand. And yeah. I, frankly, I think you'd do better with them if you did. Because, I think you're probably right. Yeah. Right? Now you're saying, sure, I'll make this a 70-card game if I have to, right? Sure. Or whatever. Or right. a 36-card game, but with a bunch of tokens, right? Because yeah. right now it's 18, right? 18. You doubled to 36, easily would fit four players then, right? Right. Yeah, it should. It absolutely should. But you need that many characters, right? That's the catch? That's the catch. Yeah, you need... I mean, you need... Could, could you have multiples of the same character well so i do right now like a goblins i have three goblins okay and and their their powers that they you, the, if you have them all together you get a multiplier to your Boom. points now right? you have five goblins done so there's there's two more options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so i mean there there are ways i could do that sure right. yeah um you could i guess i suppose you could also be you, you know if you, all these characters are having some kind of elemental affinity or something if you can get multiple characters together, that might give you a bonus in scoring uh, to to claim the treasure at the end of the round. Maybe uh, that might get too complicated, though. I don't yeah. want it to be. I don't, you don't want it to be complicated. I, yeah. yeah, I don't want to have to have to do too much math. Right, right. No, no. I think that if you if you stick to the, either somebody adds towards your total score for stealing the whole pot, right? Yeah. They uh, take something right now, or you know. Um, or they can do a different action that, that jacks with stuff. One of those three things. Never, you know what I mean? Sure. That's, they all, you know. Yeah. Um, okay. And you could change it too to say like, like you said, the tinkerer, right? Like he can take an action and then he's worth half points, right? Mm-hmm. You turn right. him sideways, whatever. Um, the, uh, uh, actually it'd be kind of cool to have, uh, what's uh, what's something in, in D&D that's like, there's got two faces, or something that's got like call it a doppelganger maybe doppelganger could yeah. literally be two sides and before you use him he's on one side and when you swap him now he's on the other side and all of his stats are different hmm. hmm so meaning like he has a power when you use the power instead of throwing him away you flip him over and then he you know yeah. something like that that could be fun you know yeah, yeah. or a, a a janus isn't that yeah, yeah. a janus that yeah. actually is better yeah right yeah, yeah. so um but no, I I like that. I, I actually I'm super excited. Like I like Treasure Trouble, mm-hmm. but this sounds like it would take it to a whole other level. I think so. So yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, so anyway, builders, that's that's kind of my project for this winter. I told them uh, that I would work on this, and that after we get past the holidays in January, I would uh, get back in touch with them with some some updates and some some new some new ideas. So um, that's kind of going to be my project over over the holidays. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. And, and I mean, that said, right. I, I still know that, um, this game does not necessarily fit what they're publishing right now. And I, I'm very well aware of that. And I think it would, if they're going to do it, that they're going to do it as part of one of their big game night things, which is, which is what they did for, well, um, maybe unless you can make this a big enough well, game that they would consider publishing it on its own. You never sure, know. Potentially, but it's, it's like right now I'm expecting it to be like what they did with, with Tagmire's 60 seconds to save the world. Um, kind of a small, small short run thing. Um, limited availability, um, and that's okay with me. I just ask that you make sure to get some copies in the contract because I want a copy of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I also want a copy of the game. Well, I mean, I, you will get a copy of the game, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Say, I also want one. I okay. claim the second copy. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll pay you for it. I just want a copy. 
So, all right. All right. We're probably out of time here. We huh? are. Okay. So, uh, thanks, builders, as always. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, buildinggamepodcastgmail.com, Twitter at podcastbtg, at ja slingerland, at poorly underscore designed. Um, 770 tell BTG is our Google voice number. I swear at some point in the future, we'll, we'll listen back to those, uh, and play a few of those voicemails. Um, and, uh, uh, that's probably enough. So we'll just wrap it up. So, um, oh, not Trump contest. We'll get, get you guys some results soon. Uh, we, uh, so as of this recording, right, it's just barely, we're barely in December. So we haven't had a chance to go through those results yet, but, uh, and we, we definitely have well over a hundred cool uh, suggestions so cool. yeah so um look for results probably not next week but the week after is what i'm thinking yeah or well maybe this week right maybe this we're hearing this because this is publishing on the 11th right yeah so oh we were gonna do this bonus episode weren't we yeah yeah, yeah. okay so, yeah so we'll, yeah. we'll do it soon we'll do it soon so either you'll either hear it uh, in a couple days or after the next episode right uh one of the two right uh we just we want to go through we want to make sure we give good consideration mm-hmm. to get some other people's thoughts on it too. right so we don't just want to dink around with it but again thanks to everybody who entered that yes and, uh, we'll have results soon all right okay that's it good night good night Building the Game is a co-production of Imminent Entertainment and Poorly Designed Studios. All of the ideas presented by Rob and Jason are property of the Building the Game podcast. Next time on Building the Game. Um, I love that the idea that that pushes, but then in the end, somehow someone will win in that last round. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <coughs> oh, God. <coughs> Sorry, uh, we... Re- <laughs> Interrupt this broadcast as Rob Couch dies. Holy cow. He's all right now. Maybe. Um...